Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Thanks for listening, dear reader. It's much appreciated. As I mentioned last week, the 28th and 29th of March, we are joining in with the TTRPG takeover of the Good Pods platform. And we suggest you visit goodpods.com or download the Good Pods app from the App Store or the Google Play Store and check them out. It's a great community with people sharing podcasts, a place to pick up recommendations and so forth. Other than that, I have no news or information. We're always grateful for any ratings or reviews. And as always, you can find us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. I will read them out. That's it. Let's push on with episode 134 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Making Plans. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. evening. We are back. I uh, can't remember what happened, but we'll worry about that in a minute. Paul, if you would just scooch over a little so that Dan can reach into your sack. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. Just, I'm just going to readjust had... this. Oh, yep. I haven't got my gloves. No, Ooh. not that. Oh, dear. Cut no, your nails okay, too much. Oh, DC. Your gloves. We've had an email. Another uh, one. The reason we are slurping this email out of Paul's bag is that I've seen lots of stuff on social media about actual plays and about the different styles of actual play. This is from Shannon. Hi again, Hilltoppers. Shannon's emailed before asking us about where we got our rules conversions and stuff from. If you remember, we talked about that a while ago. Just wanted to say that I'm enjoying The Age of Worms. Just finished episode 25. I think this email's like a month or two old, so perhaps they, hopefully they've <laughs> they probably just stopped listening. They'll never hear this. Anyway, whatever. Thank you for not editing the rules talk as the party was fighting the great woodsman and the roper. It seems like a very... That's, that's how long a ago long is that? Time ago. Yeah, that Two was years. Grimbold. a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Poor old Grimbold. I think it is good for people to hear how a DM... <laughs> Again, maybe there's been a confusion here. I think it is good for people to hear how a DM manages a, manages a game <laughs> and how the players brainstorm. I want to hear the gnarly back and forth amongst the players. Thank you. I just thought that there's quite a lot of stuff on social media at the moment about whether or not the best actual plays are basically audio dramas. And there are other people who quite like the crunch. So it's quite interesting to get an email that literally just says, I like to hear the, the rules discussions and all of that. Because sometimes we worry that we just go, especially that bloody submarine thing. Poor Shannon has not hit the submarine thing yet. Maybe Shannon will change his mind Mm -hmm. when he gets there. Anyway, thank you, your faithful reader, Shannon the Angry Monk Ferguson. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Paul's bag has been rifled through. It is now... Let's get started, I suppose. Void of any mail. Quickly, before the alien invasion. Oh, Oh, yes. Aliens. I, for one, I welcome our new balloon overlords. (laughs) Anyway, where were we? Anybody remember? Running away. Yeah, running away. Should I roll to see who does a recap? Yes. That's a great idea, Mike. <laughs> uh, looking around the table, rolling a D10, getting a 10. Johnny is doing the recap. Uh. <laughs> Johnny, we are all ears. I can't really remember what happened last. We've been fighting the um, this semi-demon deity yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, with the hand. Floaty hand, it's Span, Shivu, Asmodee, and the Grey Woods more sort of combined in That's these exactly shafts. Right. Uh, we uh, haven't done very well, really. Uh, we no. don't know how to fight it. Uh, it pinned uh, Alessandra into niche and was about to kill Alessandra. That's right. That was where we stopped. So we are on its turn. Oh dear. Alessandra, this thing is going to attack of course it is it attacks twice no shit 
the first attack is with its huge, chompy head mouth. It's attacking at a minus because it's semi-squeezed, but I know what that... Oh, it's only two, that's only a 15. That's a miss. It's a miss. And then with the axe rolls um. 14 oh there's 25 yes, that's gonna be a hit, hit. you take uh, i'm afraid it's gonna be here we go yes yeah, it's, it's just it's relevant kind of yeah you take 26 points of damage right i have seven hit points left oh oh you got seven no 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 left. before oh, you before. had you had before seven hit points. before yeah yes down nice. you go alessandra not for the first time that is it. Ow. It's all right. Sessions will save you. Okay, uh, Sessions, Buggy, you're about 10 foot up the the little pipe that's leading up to the mm-hmm. plague house. You hear a kind of... <laughs> getting louder from down and along in the corridor. You don't know what that might be, but something's happening. From where? From below them. Oh. All they can see is a little bit of the room. Oh, you something else on Alessandra. Oh. Don't know. Don't know what's happened to Alessandra. Dead. On 11, up in the plague house, it is Burpledy, Herpledy, Hibbledy, Hobbledy, Hop. Burposha is still in the doorway, light streaming past her, cold day outside. She seems to be sort of shouting generally into the outsideness, asking for help. Those patients that are mobile are kind of running around going, oh no, um, no help seems to be coming. What we're doing? Just so you know. Shall I knock her out so she stops screaming? Maybe. Not a bad idea. I haven't got any high-level spells left. How are we? I've got one fifth level, and then I've got one. How are you? With spe- how are you with spells and, and hit points? Low as we stand. Unusually quite well provisioned on spells this time. That's because right? you've been hiding. Yeah, I'm going to do a second-level cure wounds on myself. Yep. Nice and uh, cool. Prevaricatory. Yep. Prevaricatory. I like That's it. A word. Ten points. God. On ten. About. Ten foot up the pipe on the way up yep. to the surface is Sessions. You're with Buggy on the sweepstake. First of all, I'll have a look at Buggy and see whether he wants to be released from the sweepstake. Because I think um, he had some sort of mad plan about jumping. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. A, a heel might help, perhaps. There's a ladder, remember, running right down next mm-hmm. to you. Well, I was thinking so, maybe I needed to heal um, Alessandra. Can you do it from there? That might help. Well, I can't do it from exactly here, but I can do it once I can see her. Um, You're going to wait for her to crawl out. <laughs> what I'm going to do, Mike, I'm going to drop down to the bottom of the 10-foot movement down. Yes. What can I see? You can see the vast bulk of this oily, leathery, weird 12-foot thing. Cramped up, it taking up all the space in that narrow corridor. Being nice. Okay, let's say you can see some of Alessandra. I mean, she's occupying a five foot square that looking at where Sessions yeah. is now you could draw a five foot line to a five foot line just about draw a yeah yeah just about and Buggy are you dropping off so that you can um, what sort of heal are you doing on Alessandra are you going to do like a full heal I could do or I could do a healing word and just sort of keep her sort of bobbing around for a while well, if you did a full heal she can probably yeah I can run in and the thing is is that if you heal her lovely brilliant thank you very much indeed she still can't move with this thing well, I think well I actually think you should heal me I'm going to run in there I can stuff her in my bag of holding I'll take one round of hits how wounded and then are you? I'll, I've got 33 hit points but I'll, I'll have to start raging again 
Well, I, I activated we it going to last round. Is that I would the... go down and do the. Uh, you reactivate the unbroken. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's about, I've got one more. I've got one more. Grim, uh, rage. I have and to then... say that I don't think counterproductive here for me, but I don't think healing Alessandra gains you anything. She's got the periapsal wound closure. She's not going to die unless this thing decides to. I don't know what the rules are, but okay, I will do heal on buggy. Heal, 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 heal. With a capital H. With a capital H on buggy. Cool. Wowzers. And then I will move up the passageway with buggy, or are you leaving buggy behind? I'm leaving buggy behind. You just push me off, guy. (laughs) When we get down to the level just below the room, so he's only about ten foot off the ground or something. I'll just help him onto the ground to accelerate his movement and then fly up the corridor. Fly back up towards the surface? Yeah. So net up 20, which means you're 70 feet down. Yeah. I'm going to... And Buggy is healed. Mini. What does that mean? You get 70 70 hit points points back. back. 70? Fucking hell. Thanks. Are we continuing to fight this thing then? Well, I think we're trying to rescue Alessandra. Buggy is now on the ground level, back down in the entrance chamber. Yeah. It's your go buggy. Right, well, I'll move 25 into the niche that Alessandra is in. Running through it. Because uh, I'm a hobbit. <laughs> you're not a hobbit, you're a halfling. My, stuff Alessandra in my bag of holding. She's like, I'm sure something's... Oh, my God, I'm dead, but something uh, really smells. Then I'm going to... I could melt a stone, what do you think? Or should I just try and get out? Um, just I need an action out. to stuff her into the into the bag of holding. I don't think it's... Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Um... 50 puts me back in the centre of the room. He gets some yes. opportunity. So, And then can I um, start climbing up or jump up onto the... The ladder runs down to floor level. Okay, so, so you I've got can 20 foot of jump movement. onto the ladder. So I, I'll just go... So 10 foot of climbing. 10 foot up. So you're just below the hole in the ceiling. Yeah. That's an amazingly selfless of you, Bograft. Oh, For a right. character who... I think I'm going to be all right. My obsession is to see with me. Put Alessandra with the bag of holding bit of the map at the top of the pipe looking down it is parker because i opened the door right you opened the trap door you thought about heading down the pipe then decided Uh, against it right so how far is it down the pipe again a hundred feet to the ceiling of the room below okay so if i move down the pipe to the floor then i can't take an action right it's too far i'd have to move move so what i will do is i will move down to just above the ceiling of the room so 100 yes put down on the lip as it were yes yeah and that's it for you yes in the bag of holding is Alessandra can you make your first death save she doesn't need to she's stabilised ah because of the periaptor what's it she's got the periaptor what's it she's also suffocating but we'll get to that in a minute thank you <laughs> I thought we said um, you can't suffocate it's impossible you to can't. suffocate in well, you, you're always it going takes on a long about time. the rules of swimming that you basically... Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why we'll get but to it, it mean in a minute. Well, maybe yeah. fill the bag up with water. It's probably a bit of a survival chance, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's any different. <laughs> now, Uncle Buggy, are you still feeling in despair? You are, aren't you? Yeah, I can't attack it or anything there. No. Okay. What's it going to do? It's going to run away. He recognises it's completely outclassed. <laughs> Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, the game is up. Yeah, 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 and it just gives. Oh, up. not the hand. Oh. Hands over the magic and says, "Please don't hurt me." Talk to the hand. Talk about yeah. When we say hands over the magic, yeah, the hand <laughs> comes streaking past it through to the other side of the chamber. 
And then, uh, Uncle Buggy, can you make a constitution save, please? 21. Nice. You take 67 points of necrotic damage, so 33 points. So you take 16 points of necrotic damage. Then this thing runs up to you, smashes at you, rolls an 18, it's armor class 31. Uh, let me just check. That's it. <laughs> it does. With the chompy chompy mouth, the following amount of bludgeoning damage which you nice. have. Twenty two points of bludgeoning damage. And then it swipes at you with the axe, hitting armor class uh twenty-two. Yep. Doing a further seventeen points of slashing damage. That's it for it. Back up in the plague house is purple on eleven. So what's the plan, guys? Good question. I uh, we haven't done any damage on this thing, have we? Not really. A little bit, but not very much. Are you planning to stay and fight? No. Uh, well, um, if uh, well, I've got 48 hit points. I don't think we have the um, wherewithal to stay and fight. I can't attack it uh, anyway. I'm, I think we're I've just going to get despair, out. Re- no. We need to reform. Recoup, and then think of a better strategy for fighting this creature. Okay, yeah. I'm going to ready a wall of force. That's it? Yeah. Okay, at the end of your turn, oh, it hits cool. Uncle Buggy again with the bite. Hitting armor class 25. Yep. This thing's lethal. 20 points of bludgeoning damage on you, Uncle Buggy. Yeah. And it sessions on 10. How, how far beneath me is Buggy? He's about 30-something feet below you. Right, so how far above me do the eyes stop? 20 feet above you, you're 70 foot down. The top 50 feet of the pipe is clear of eyes. So I'm thinking this buggy and or Parker, depending on which of you has the lesser ability to get out of there, I'm thinking of moving above the eyes and then readying to dimension door out of the building. And I'll take whoever gets to me or whoever needs to move. Is this a brick-lined shaft? (laughs) Yes. I don't think brick stone, but... Internet thinks that it would be very cruel of a DM to stop somebody melding into brick. So here was my thinking. I came down, basically, so that I would be available if something happened to Bugraft or whatever, or he got clobbered, so that there was a sort of backup. Mm-hmm. As far as I can see, yeah, the thing that you... we, all we just need to do now is, Bugraft, you run up the ladder on your round, I'll close the door, and then we'll go up, and then we're out of the way. I don't think it's going to follow us up the ladder I have a wall of force ready. And Yeah, and then if it does, then you do the wall of force. Well, I do it anyway. I suppose if it starts moving, then I can... Thing is it good? I've, I've cast it already. You. Well, I've cast it. All oh, right. Are you concentrating it's ready. on it? Yeah, it's ready. Okay, well, if we're going to do it like that, then I, I will fly up into the... Um, it's an oven-ready deal. The trap door. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically it's on the right side of the dimension door, Mike. That's how I move, move. You're flying right up and into the plague. Right up, yes. Right up, right up. Out through the front. Is it dirty? Shut the You're right up the pipe. Nail it shut. Right up. Right up that pipe. All the way. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right up. Right up the pipe. Right up the pipe. Right up. Right up it. Fine. Well, there we are. Fine. Okay. Uh, Graham, <laughs> Graham, just, really? Graham just trying to have his round, you know. <laughs> So you're in the plague house. Burple's in the plague house. Alessandra's in the bag of holding. Buggy's... Right, okay, fine. That's it for you then, Sessions. Yep. Buggy. Okay. It's your turn. Right up the pipe. Uh, 70 <laughs> feet. I can, I can move 140 feet. So half of that, because it's 
climbing. Yeah. 70 feet. Does it get an attack of opportunity? Yes, I suppose so, if it can climb. Well, it's tall enough to reach the ceiling. It's 12 foot tall. It's going to have missed you anyway. Armor class 19 is not going to be enough, right? Uh, it is, unfortunately. Oh, it is enough. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. dear. It does the following amount of damage de bludgeoning. Oof. Fucking hell. It does 23 more points of bludgeoning damage on you. I've got five hit points left. Jeez. But I'm I'm 70 foot up. 30 feet from the surface, yeah. Well, is the wall of force then? Or do I melt to stone? Well, as long as both... Where are you going to put the wall of force? Parker's down at the bottom of the pipe currently. Ah. Yeah. Um... Parker How far up does Harker get? At the end of Buggy's turn, the hand uh, appears at uh, the base of the pipe that doesn't do anything else. Now, Parker, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I will go back up to the top. Right to the top? Uh, yes. Or yeah, shall I? He ent- yeah, hold on. Are you as soon the- as he clears yeah. the bottom of the pipe, I'll release the wall of force. Okay, good. All right, so I'll go all the way up to the top. Is it going to... The eyes are going to not work. Oh, of course, the eyes are still there. Well, why don't you do Wait, it just do it above it. where the eyes are? Just above oh. where the eyes are. Five foot below where Buggy is. You can only see 60 feet down the pipe anyway. Yeah. But. Oh, okay. So just basically, just below Buggy. And I will plug the thing with the water force. Yeah. Just below Buggy, but before the eyes start. Yes. Well, you think you can make out the hand, Buggy as a sort of faint spectral light at the base of the pipe. Mm. It starts to work its way up towards you, reach where the wall is, and find that it can't travel any further. It's pushing against the wall of force, probing for a weakness. We're at the top of the new round, in the bag of holding, asphyxiating, it's Alessandra. Yes, well, there's not a lot she can do until she's let out of the bag of holding. On 12, I think the hand keeps probing, scrabbling at the wall of force. On 11, it's purple. You've reopened the trap door, which was not a massively popular move, has to be said. A couple of uh, <laughs> inquisitive patients start looking down the pit. Right. I'll say to Madam, what's, what's her face? Right, we'll leave you with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just, uh... <laughs> See you later. She's in a state of high distress. Can somebody give me a perception check? 20. Okay, oh, that's purple. Sessions, you notice something. Actually, it's quite appropriate that it's Sessions who notices. The fire that is burning in the grate in the plague house. Mm. It's taken on a bit of an odd quality. Uh. Yeah, it's not necessarily bad news, but it was burning away with half-hearted little flames. It seems to have sort of perked up a little. It does seem to have a sort of rather green and sickly nature to it. But it looks like something has prompted the hearth spirit, you think, into some kind of life. What does that even mean? Not sure. Somebody give me an arcana check or a religion check. Yeah, I'm really good at both mm, of those. Neither of those are particularly strong well, suits, but let's give it a go. Oh, arcana, I 16. Get 11. Oh, 16 is good enough, Parker. You think that probably the hearth spirit is awakening. Somehow it must have a sense of a threat. Okay, so maybe it will protect us from the thing. Burple is going to do it. Healing hands on myself, which heals 12 points. Session's on 10. We're just going to zip round the order. We don't need to... Are we you know. looking to rest up? Or are we... What are we doing, guys? Are you leaving the trap door open? No. Is Buggy up yet? Uh, we're waiting. No. Yeah, well, yeah, so we're close. As soon as 
uh, my action was going to be as soon <laughs> no, as obviously we'll wait yeah, let me out <laughs> okay once everyone's out we'll close this chat door and i think we'll leave oh come out and let will we leave out the bag Thank you very much. <gasps> Your wall of force, you need to concentrate on it, but you don't need to be able to see it, right? I don't think so. Fine. No, I don't think so. So, you can leave. Well, we, well. Need, we need to have a conversation about this, right? So, yeah. have we let this thing out? Right. So, we come back and it's gone, and it's now loose in the world. I mean, I have first and second level spells left, that's it. Well, we sealed it up. It's been there for years, isn't it? So... But it might have been asleep. No. Hmm. Let it run right. This is a nasty place. There's not an awful lot I can do about it, to be honest. The hand of Vecna has been found, and that's the, the worrying thing. Oh, is that the um, prophecy? Yeah. I find the hand of Vecna. Somebody give me an Arcana check. Like I say, I'm really good at Arcana. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Mm, three. I'm going to uh, take a short rest while this is all going on. Is anybody yeah. talking to Ferposia, the, uh, yes. trying to sort of calm her down? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will say, this is most irregular. Um, yeah, sorry about what that. What kind of horridness have you released? Are we quite safe here? No. What kind of I don't accent think you is are that? Safe here, no. South African. I Shall don't I know. I know. <laughs> it's not really South African. It's sure, sure, kind of northeast. I've... <laughs> I can't remember anything. Hello? No. That's more like it. No? I need to speak to Prince Siege. Uh, do you? Well, I must seek his aid or the aid of the Watchers if such an irregular occurrence has taken place within my premises and purview. That's almost Birmingham. But certainly got an ad Really not quite. I think we could rest up here. Yeah. When you close the trapdoor, she calms a little. She stops shouting out into the into the outsidedness. Hoping for aid, things sort of settle back down a bit. I'm going to take a short rest now, anyway. Because is this I'm the next place else. that we need to be? I mean, why don't we try some of the other clues and come back? What I'm worried about, Graham, is the hand of Vecna getting into the wrong hands. That's what I'm worried about. What was the prophecy about the hand of Vecna? That it would be found. Shall I remind you? Yeah. Because we wrote it down. Obviously, we're very organised. Yes, I'm reminding you. I'm not reminding your characters, no, who, of course, are completely across this, thing. as yes. they say in annoying meetings. Yes. When you slew, slayed, slew, 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 Macar, six-armed, undead, alien, greebly, mm-hmm. a series of visions were played across your inner minds, which showed you the prophecies coming to pass, the prophecies that you've been talking about with Marcus and so forth. We're yeah. not going to get into that because I know Johnny gets horribly confused. Yes. One of the prophecies take was much. that the hand of Asmodee would find a new host. And indeed, one of the things you were shown when you slew Makar was a cackling figure attaching a clawed hand to the stump of its wrist. That's something mm-hmm. you know has happened, therefore. The figure that you saw it was not this thing. Oh. And the hand of Asmodee that you saw being attached to the wrist was a thing, a physical, horrible, withered, grey undead hand it oh. wasn't a spectral floaty thing right okay so we don't think this is it I it might this be is just a mishmash a sort of is an image is right is an aspect you're looking at an mm, aspect yeah. of the the over god the god that is meant to be summoned when the three faiths are we supposed join, to, to kill it maybe or reveal its whereabouts to zeech 
Why didn't the woman <laughs> know about it? I mean, there's only a trap door separating her. Well, surely, surely we think that Zeech is an agent of the Ebon Triad or one of the organizations trying to bring about the Age of Worms, right? Surely we suspect Zeech as being one of these who would be on the side of this creature. And uh, I don't know. I think it. I think this this site is precious and valuable, and we could get ourselves in a whole heap of trouble if we. Uh, let it get into the wrong hands, say. But maybe I'm just making that up. But isn't Zeech sort of rejecting some elements of it? I'm getting confused now. The um, No, no, you're on the right track. Banshivu. Oh, I thought he'd rejected Banshivu. He's uh, embracing. Uh, what? Embracing Banshivu yes. and getting rid of the other two. So he's decided he doesn't like the tri-god. What you know about Zeech is that when he declared Frostanger as an independent city-state 20 years ago, mm-hmm. he embraced and supported religions that one might say were less than savoury. Banshivu, the Grey Woodsman, of which is a huge great cathedral and chapel, and the cemetery, for example, is dedicated to the Grey Woodsman, and Asmodee. He suppressed or turned a blind eye to the persecution of worshippers, followers of the conventional faiths, Tonj, Urt, all of that lot. So, for example, the Temple of Tonj has fallen into disrepair. Whereas Banshivo is, the, as it were, the state religion. Whether or not he's anything to do with the Ebon triad, you don't know. But he's definitely somebody who supports the, the religions of the gods that make up the Ebon triad. Right. Lashona, his psychic friend, assistant, wizardly super person, actively prosecutes the heretics of the Ebon triad, as does the state of Frostanger. And they are taken out to an island out in the bay, the Traitor's Graves, it's called, and they are strung up as an example for all to see. Remember that the Ebon Triad is a heresy. If you are a true believer in Banshivu, you cannot stand the Ebon Triad. Oh. The Ebon Triad are people who are trying to effectively mess around mm. with the, the religion that you follow and combine it with two other religions. Mm-hmm. But generally, Banshivu and Asmodee and the Great Woodsmen are evil gods. That's right. So he may not be directly working, but he would be aligned... I would it's a little assume. bit like, like the Reformation, the division within yeah. so Christianity Zeech. in sort of say 16th century Europe, where you've got two very different views about the way that religion should be prosecuted. Oh, I understand. And okay. It, yeah. Okay. So Zeech would be interested in this creature's whereabouts because it's is abhorrent to his religion. Yes, from all you know about him, Zeech and Lashana... So maybe he will reward us if we told him where what we'd found, and maybe he can get rid of this thing. Understood. Mm. Certainly a good talking point at the party, yes. if you were going to try and get to meet him. Yes. So he can get rid of it rather than us. Unless, yes. of course, he is secretly also part of the, yeah. the plan. Question. He doesn't feel like a particular likely ally, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. He feels like an enemy and then develop well only in the sense of my enemy is enemy is my friend sort of thing but yeah yeah lashona is the figure that rabadabadas believed you know it no no is the figure that rabadabadas thought would be an ally in the sense that he knew that she had hunted down the followers of the ebon triad right since the ebon triad seems to be a front religion for the worship of kios rabadabadas felt that she would be an ally in this whole Age of Worms thing. Right, I think I'm beginning to understand. I'm glad you are. I'm entirely so lost. He's a, so he, yeah, this is good information for Zeech. So something that he's trying to get rid of is down this pit. 
He doesn't know about it. And this thing is uh, yeah, yeah. linked to the uh, Kios. So yeah. maybe we're not supposed to try and kill it because it's too powerful. I think if we went in prepared and on full power, we might be able to take it down. Might. We separated ourselves too much last time. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Well, what does everybody want to do then? They want to go and have another well, go at it. Well, we evidently need a long rest before we do anything. Yeah. For Posha, if you calm her down and things calm down, there's no reason why you can't spend a little time there. Okay. Take a long rest. You sort of earned her tolerance, if not her trust or support. I'll shift one of the patients out of their bed and say, I want to kick here. Well, okay, that <laughs> rather breaks the spell. <laughs> She reacts extremely unfavourably to that, Uncle Buggy. No, no, no. If she looks really annoyed, I, I won't. I'll just... Well, I mean, yeah. She's, she went to hospital. <laughs> if you turned up and started just pushing, you know, sick people out of their beds. Maybe there's a spare room. Is there, are there any spare beds? Maybe her bed. Or all of D6. One to three, there are spare beds for all of you. No. Okay. Alessandra's just... But there's plenty of space and bedding and uh, whatever just gonna to make a little... Crawl into yeah, a corner. It's fine. She still hasn't hit. Right, fine. There's some awful gruel and soup to eat. You've only really just had lunch. And then I think mm. Alice is probably about time. Buggy's case from the kids' menu. Push the wrong rest button. Yes, why not? Go up a level. <laughs> the wheel of days turns for the time being. Who's the time being? Uh, let's not get into that now. And <laughs> we click over into Asmodee, the 13th of Fart. It is seven days. This very day, next weekend, will be Prince Zeech's Grand Banquet. And that's going to be in the middle of this kind of equinox thing. It's going to be on the same day as the conjunction. Yeah. The conjunction between... uh, So we get to ask questions about the party at the conjunction. Or is there going to be another maggot thing or something? Alessandra actually wants to explain a little bit, if anybody wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. The reason that Alessandra was a little bit absent was that she got actually contacted. Cuthbert. Oh, yes. You remember him? I've forgotten about that. Scallywag. Well, the prophecy about the... Scaly! Uh, the Green Throne and the Grey Fire is kind of related to him. Yeah. yeah. Because he did actually... He did kill... Granny Outsplinter, Seriana, and he's taken over the, the house Outsplinter. And he's been what? trying to stabilise the various families, the crime families in the local area, and he's been trying to contact uh, Snabadoo Upagli, the head of the Frostranga's largest crime family, but hasn't had much success. So he got a message to Alessandra, which is why she lagged behind as this contact got in touch with her. And so part and parcel of this is that she also has got this invitation to the Great Banquet. And she's going to try and get the moment with Upagli. And that was all the contact that happened, which is why then she turned up late. And then nearly, obviously, got into the nearly die. Did I hear that right? Cuthbert, what? Doubt it. To eh? the granny? Eh? What? Granny's dead. It, Cuthbert's in charge. Yeah. In, yeah, your, in the visions you know, so that I you did had. Did hear that right? Yeah, in the Did visions that, right? that we had oh, in the, in the um, thingy, one of the visions was about uh, uh, it was about the the green throne and the grey fire, and yeah. that that was related yeah. to Cuthbert uh, managed to poison Granny. Out such an innocent lad. Well, yeah. he was That's what you yeah. portrayed him. Yeah. It wasn't that innocent. Um, 
Yeah, he was. He said he was Is fresh. Is there any way we can confirm well, I don't know that you can confirm it directly. What I can tell you is that the two prophecies that we're talking about yeah. are an orphan will sit upon the green chair. That is, so that uh, you, you had resolved, is yeah. the the symbol of office or rulership of the House of Absplinter. And the, the grey fire shall consume a great city. Well, the grey fire is the shorthand name for the House of Absplinter. And then in the visions, you saw it happen. Yeah. yeah, and then Alessandra, you, what you've n not seen is because she uses a bow and she has one of those wrist straps. She unties the wrist strap and she shows you that underneath the wrist strap she's got this tattoo of the grey fire, which is what all the house splinters have. The three-pointed flame, yeah. the uh, tattoo on the inner wrist. She's been very open with you. She's got nothing. She's not hiding anything. Yes, she's she like, we have to get to Don't this party. Well, but she wears a patch over one eye. The one that you can see is green. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Scaly! <laughs> We've strayed into, like, story and I'm feeling slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Bit Sally, of storytelling. I feel a little bit weird. But the thing is, the um, the conjunction, the party. Yes. Is it just a point where we all just gather information or is there something bad going to happen a bit like the Ugastaster? Where we we don't know until we get there, do we? a massive worm <laughs> attack or something. Well, let's I hope read that far ahead. Let's hope it's that. Otherwise, it would just be a bit boring, don't you think? Mm. Nah. Nah. We might have gone up a level by then. You never know. Yeah, we do. You feel yeah, like I'm the level is, the level is just there, isn't it? Just within your grasp. I'm wondering whether attacking this creature with another level might not be a better option. Maybe you're putting the cart before the horse there, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can sit around the... Um, anemic hearth of the plague house discuss these things as you take your rest but now it is the very early hours and all is quiet apart from the ticking of the clock and the gurgling snores of the patients for Pocha has had her gin and her chin falls and rests against her chest in her rocking chair by the fire and you're left to your own devices what would you like to do your sense of hopelessness dissipates only moments after the trapdoor is closed and the immediate danger is removed. What about in real life, That's though, Mike? Can you? What can you do about my real? No, sense? no, no. Your sense of your sense of real life hopelessness, yeah, is still there, getting yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, mm. every minute yeah. I play this game, especially oh, now, Cuthbert's on the throne. <laughs> That's a unsettling mental image. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the so we need it we need it we need a plan. Have I a reckon plan. I reckon down there is a load of magic and a level under level. Plan. Should we go down and do that? Yeah. yeah. Right, so part one of the plan is that we don't split up. Do you reckon that's a good part of the plan? Yeah. yeah. I, that's probably good. <laughs> yeah. I well no, <laughs> look, seriously, seriously, we basically try and keep the front fighters, Parker and Buggy in contact with it. In yeah. Hmm. Okay. Can you Definitely use the wall of force to keep it contained. Sort of. Well, it seems to have worked. Doesn't it? Do we Otherwise need to get the, if we could get them separated, the main body and the hand separated, so the hand is. I I think that's a nice idea. I, okay, so so the main the main problem are the saving throws, right? So we can deal with them with uh, whatever those spells are called. <laughs> Dispel magics, can't we? The despair kind of things can we protect against despair at all what about protection from evils has it other no, protection? It doesn't work. bless is quite good though 
This charisma save, it's, it's awful. I mean, is anybody good looking in this party? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, plan. Separate. Separate the hand from the main. Keep it at bay, if we can. All the force. Concentrate fire on the main body. Although, we were damaging the hand, weren't we? It, well, uh, I think we ignore the hand. Yeah, ignore the hand. Too. Yeah, you just got to bash the main guy. Kill the main guy with the hand, it's not a problem. I think we, Unless, we focus on the main guy, but there may be instances where we may as well attack the hand. But What buffing can in we do? General, can we protect against the despair yeah. or whatever, the despondency or... Well, you can avert your eyes, but then you're attacking at disadvantages. It's got armor class 20 or something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really, you know... I mean, bur Burple and Session standing behind doing Dispel Magics and healing while Parker and Bugraft... Mm. I hate to bring up the boring soldier. subject, but if somebody's in base-to-base -base with something and I can get advantage on attacks, yeah. then... You three do attacking and Burple and Sessions try and keep them everybody in the fight yeah mm -hmm. okay does that sound like a plan what about I mean, down it, there it will go wrong very quickly but no, it always yeah, does also yeah. the other thing remember is that thing is squeezed in that corridor so we need to block the end of the corridor mm. need some bait to bring him up Uggy and Parker need to block the end of the corridor so it can't go into the bigger space then it has disadvantage or penalties against attacks well when it's squeezed it can't move okay I don't know there's much penalties for for squeezing. It was there yeah. was penalty there was penalties like for disadvantage, isn't it? Is it disadvantage on attacks? Might be. Yeah, if you're squeezed, should be. Your sense was that when it was standing in the intersection of the niches, yeah, that it was less impeded and that it was mm. well, it was attacking at minus two. If we can get it squeezed properly, yeah, that's a bit of an ask, I think. Well, it depends where you stand. I think yeah. what we've got to be think about is how do we bring our guns to bear on it. Yeah. In many of the squeezing scenarios, yeah. we're going to end up with only one person taking all of its... Um... But then that's just a matter of interposing, isn't it? I remember we're also flying, so... Anywhere else, Graham, exposes us to risk yeah, no, of, of the, the weaker part of the party getting attacked. We've I got said to get weaker it, part. It, How many hit points have you got, Sessions? Several. Shitloads. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alessandro is... I think I'm, I'm the squidgiest, I think. Yeah. But I'm very happy at range. So, so we want to bring him into the circular chamber, the first No, we don't. One, don't we? No, we so want we him in the out. corridor. We want it in that corridor with all the niches in it. Then we've only got one person attacking mm. it. Well, no, we can have two people attacking yeah. it if we've got one above the other. Because oh, if, Mike's doing a Johnny. All right, fair enough. Well, it's a pretty simple diagram. I think I can remember it. The point is we don't know where it is when we appear. It Dear might. reader, I've hidden the map from them. It might be at the bottom of the staircase just waiting, yeah? Yes. Or it might be just underneath the trapdoor waiting for somebody to open the trapdoor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the other side of the trapdoor looking at its watch. <laughs> Seven hours and 59 boat. minutes. On its, on its Eight phone. Eight hours. Come on. Any time now. <laughs> just the, the creature in the hand just having a chat. <laughs> yeah, doom scrolling Twitter. <laughs> How long do you think they'll take? <laughs> Apparently it's aliens. Oh, no, I don't think it's aliens. I think it's Chinese. <laughs> I don't think we should go to the very lower chamber because it's very hard to get out. Yeah. No, I, so okay. I think we should go to the first chamber. I yeah. think we've got to get it in that corridor. We've got advantage of numbers, so we want to bring it out into an open area. We don't really know where it is, so... Yeah. It won't, it, <laughs> we won't have that level of control. Yeah. 
I think what we have to do is do our prep, whatever buffing we can do, and then pile in and find it. So, on that note, I need I... to go down as a probe. Do you? Alessandra needs to go down as a probe. You'll just get attacked. Well, she can get out again. But we don't want you to be in that situation. No, we want to send the heavies down first. You sure? Um, the heavy, heavy. Remember that if Alessandra can get down sneakily, not be seen, and do a surprise attack, she can do quite a lot of damage. Yep. But if that plan fails... She can get out. Like she did last time. Well, she she was just... But she had to be rescued. I know, but she was... She was in the bag. <laughs> she was, it was unfortunate last time. It was, it was okay. unfortunate. Incompetent, I think is the word you're looking for there. Since the um, person just ran away. Well, you it's know... the naughty bag. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> what? Have you, so how did you do in the room right down at the this bottom? Is going oh, wait, well. you didn't get that far. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't think any of us did very well in that room. No. Right, okay. What are we doing? We're just squabbling at the top of the shaft. <laughs> it's probably, we're just putting off the inevitable. I don't I mean, have any buffs that, that I can do, really. Alessandra's going to go and have a listen but at the trapdoor. You can't hear anything. I mean, you can hear normally, but you can't hear can any roll, sound. Do I need to roll a dice? Sure. If, you, if it makes you feel better, roll a perception check. I mean, what Alessandra could do is if Alessandra goes all the way down... You can't hear anything, you know, interesting. You can't hear the sound of movement Mm. or anything. It just sounds like, I don't know, nothing. I'm casting aid at third level. Yes. On Parker, Alessandra... Thank you. And Sessions. Say it in the third person. Makes it sound like you're not being selfish. Um, I'm I'm doing a um, death ward on myself, by the way. Sessions, whoever he is. Yeah. Is that 10 points of... That's 10, 10 points. It says Sessions here. 10. Um, yeah. Anyone? On a list here, I've got somebody... Sessions? Somebody called Sessions? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death Ward on Buggy. Yeah. Okay. And... Anybody else do I, Buggy? I'm going to refocus out d- uh, Dispel Magic for one of my spells. I probably need it. And what about the thing that you always say, the moment we start, you say, oh, could I have done this? The jumpy business. That Buggy does. Jumpy business. I'm going to do long He activates strider. his boots of what's it and then he does something. Do I want to do the jumping or the, the lightning bolt? Lightning bolt. Yeah. There's not much scope for jumping down there, is there? Yeah, okay. I'll focus, refocus the, the fireball ring of the wind. Seems to do damage on it as well. It just basically it has an heroic or a legendary action, so it can just choose to resist a spell. So yeah. if we're going to do it, we need. To coordinate two big mm. spells in a round, and one of them will get, maybe get through. Yep. Buggy, what's your average damage per hit? Same to Alessandra. Who does more? Uh, Assuming you've got someone. If I'm uh, doing sneak attack, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I think Alessandra does more, but doesn't tiss as well. Yeah. Yeah. I. I do. 42. You do 42. No, no, no. Adding it up. 46 plus 5 plus 2d8. On one of mine. 26. One on one day eight. Let's know when we're about to leave. I think we're ready. Okay. Yeah. I was planning on activating my wings and stealthing down. You're opening the trap door. Yes. You're looking down. Yes. A 60 foot dark vision. Yep. Stealth, stealth. No eyes. No eyes. After 50 foot. Like, God for that. Otherwise, there's nothing going on. Oh, those eyes are problematic. Right. Well, they're gone. She's going to drop but down. Be back. How far? Just to the top of the ceiling of the room. So you're 12 foot yep. basically above the floor She's of flying. what we're going to call the entry chamber. 
Yeah, so she's flying. Flying, oh, yeah, little she's wings are flying. Little yeah, wings, well, stealthing. Give me a perception check. 22. You can't hear anything. Poking my head upside down, yeah, yeah. poking my head through. Yeah. Taking a look. You can see down the narrow passage with the niches off to the sides. Yeah. You can see oh, all the way behind. down that passageway. Don't follow. On into the circular chamber with the illusory floor that you know leads down to the main chapel below. Everything is silent. Okay, she's going to... We should head down. You can see the weird carvings on the walls and all of that. Stealthily. We should head down. Stealthily. Don't head down. Why not? What are you going to do? What I can't do is have any noise. I understand that you're going to talk between you about what you're doing, but Alessandra is going to make a noise if she tells you to do stuff. 27 stealth. She's going to fly... Silent as morning drizzle. And look, and she's going to check out the niches before she goes... Same as before, no difference with the niches. There's still the little shriveled remnants of green worms in a couple of the corners of those. Okay, so she's going to go to the edge of the... Edge of the chamber. Well, the chamber. Start climbing down the stairs slowly. Quietly. She's going to look over. Why not quickly? Give me a stealth check, Buggy. We just want to get to that room, don't we? Yeah, let's just get in the room. So you can get down there before you... 20, that is, totally. One second, I'm just going to make a quick roll. Okay, let's give Burple Parker Sessions an opportunity to do something. Well, I'll go after Parker. Okay. Buggy then Parker, then the rest of us. Okay. Yeah. Does Parker want to do anything? I think that once we see that Alessandra has gone off into the passageway, mm-hmm. I think that we should then go down to within a moving distance from the top of the circular room. So I'll go down to like 30 feet above the ceiling. Okay, so it's 70 foot down. Yeah. You can see with your dark vision, Uncle Buggy. Let's go back around again, Alessandra. So we want to lure it into this room, don't we? I'm just wondering or, or if corridor. Buggy and Parker stand in the niches. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And then right, Burple yeah. at the end. And then Alessandra right, goes Alessandra down, sneak the attacks it, runs, comes back up. All right, I'm moving to one of the then alcoves then. Is anybody else coming? Uncle Buggy's slipping into one of the alcoves. Purple will start moving down behind Parker. Climbing down the ladder? Mm-hmm. Sessions, what do you want to do? I will start drifting down the shaft on the, on the sweepstake. How far down? I'll stay behind Purple, keeping the order we've agreed. Purple has a speed of 40. How far okay, down? So move, move is 40, so you can move 40 feet down. Yeah, okay. Reasonable? If, if, I mean, you tell Fine. me, but yeah. Fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. We need to get and down just behind here, we've got together. Sessions... Otherwise, we'll be separated. It'll take it two yeah, rounds to get back up, to get up here. It might yeah. just be below the lip. Might be hiding invisible in the room. <laughs> could be. Could be behind you. Yeah. Could have been waiting all this time yeah. upstairs. Oh, yeah. Nailing shut the trap door. The yeah. eyes are going to be a problem. If we're basically having to fight it in an area of anti-magic, that could be a problem. Dear reader, the way that we have things now, Alessandra is pushing on ahead of everybody else. She's almost at the edge of the drop down into the main chapel below a massive 250 foot drop behind her buggy has slipped himself into a little niche in the side of the very narrow passage and then following down the pipe from the surface we've got parker burple and sessions everybody's being very quiet i presume parker and burple could you both give me stealth checks um assuming you're trying to be quiet you may not yeah may as well be bothering burple gets 11 
Okay. You don't feel like you've been ninja-like. You can see through the illusory floor, Alessandra, with your dark vision, and everything is the same as you remember. If you've ever made it this far before, have you? I don't no. know if you have. The shaft is 15 feet across now, and it's lined with strange etchings and carvings on the brickwork. Okay, I'll look at the edge. It's just darkness stretching down to the vanishing point, or rather your vanishing point. Buggy, you want to stay where you are? Parker. I will move into the alcove opposite Buggy. Burple, what do you want to do? I'll continue climbing down. That's me 80 foot down. Yeah. Sessions drifting along behind him. Yep. I just wanted to wait until Burple and Sessions are in place. Is everybody waiting for Burple and Sessions? Yeah. Right, Burple, Sessions. Okay. Where are you putting yourselves when you get to the bottom? Uh, I'm going to put myself out of sight around the side of the corner of the passageway. And I will wait just inside the uh, tube. What now? This is going to make great radio. I'm going to... Honestly, Lucas, it really, really will. Roll a stealth check. Float down. You're going to start floating down. Down. How fast do you descend? 26. You drop like a ghost. Yep. Through the darkness. Your dark vision scanning. I can go... The pit below you. 60 foot around so I can effectively do 180 foot if I have to. You're going to do that? That would put you 70 feet above the ceiling of the big chamber below. Obviously, I'm going to... If I see anything, I'm going to stop. Yeah. Well, you don't see anything. Okay. So, if you want, you can be... 70 foot above. All the way down. I'll keep... You are 287 feet below the surface now, Alessandra. starts to feel like you're awfully deep and awfully separated. It's absolutely silent. When the others told you about what had precipitated all of this, one of them had chucked a pebble down the pit that had rattled away. Then they chucked another to see how Mm. deep it was, and that seemed to have precipitated the appearance of this thing. You've been silent as mist. Nothing stirring, just darkness. Silence. It's cold down here. See your breath in front of your face. Time to go back up. (laughs) No, don't you want to see? At least what's down there. Parker, buggy, burple. Sessions. Anybody want to do anything? Nope. God's sake, don't throw a pebble down. No wait. Everybody's just waiting to hear the when she comes back. <laughs> Reading an action to bash. I'm going to go down to the lip of the roof. You're going to gently press the lip of the shaft? Lower chamber, yes. The lower chamber, the big chamber, is 50 feet tall. It's going to move you onto the other map. Alessandra, you're seeing this chamber for the first time. Mm-hmm. The pit empties through the ceiling. It's immense, domed. There's a black floor, worn smooth by the passage of countless creatures. There are alcoves, you can see them on the map, in the north and south wall. They hold statues, you think, of worm-like monsters, awful aberrations that are coiled around pillars of skulls and bones. The thing is there. Jesus. Alessandra, it's motionless. It seems to be inert. Dormant, even. Mm-hmm. Its bulk dominates the eastern side of this giant chamber. Looks like a statue. What do you want to do? Mm. <laughs> Shoot it. I think I'm going to shot on it. Up. I've also got the opportunity, bearing in mind we don't met a game, of flying all the way back up again and telling the others what I see. Yep. I thought you get an assassination go, do you? I can always come back down again and do that. But I'm going to fly back up first and go, this is what I see. As soon as you shoot it, it'll come after you. 
Yes, so and shoot and move. Yeah, I can shoot, move, move, dash. How fast does it move? It moves so fast, quite quick. Mm. How quick? Really fast. It moves a hundred. You think it's got a move of a hundred? Yeah, a speed of a hundred, so it could move two hundred. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You've seen it do that. I've got no chance of outrunning it. The ceiling here is fifty feet. Yeah. So you have a fifty-foot start. If we mm. haste you, you get an extra move. So shoot, then move, then dash, dash then haste, then move. Yeah. You attack with your assassinate haste. Does target speed is doubled? Speed is doubled. So my speed would be one hundred and twenty. Effectively, you can move two forty. Yeah. That's faster than me. It's ridiculous. So you could assassinate it and move two forty faster than it. The assassinate is you have an advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn. Any hit you score against that creature that is surprised is a critical hit. And that critical involves sneak. So you'd roll a d8 and goodness knows how many d6. Uh, 14 d6. Right. In total. Yeah. Do you double the number? You, or you double, double, double the dice. all the dice. You double all of the dice. So you'd roll 2d8 and 14d6. Yeah. And you'd get to roll another d20 to see whether or not you should draw a critical card. Yeah. In addition. <laughs> whether or not that'd be relevant, you don't know, but that would be another factor. We've all got to be ready with readied actions so that as soon as it then comes back up and appears above the illusion, that we can then all let loose our readied actions on it. I don't think Spells. we need to discuss this any further. I'm going to do a hay spell on Alessandro. <laughs> <laughs> got a verbal component. terrifies me. It does have a verbal component, but I'm going to whisper it really quietly. Give me a stealth check. <sighs> really? Unlike a normal piece of conversation, <laughs> there's a, there is a, a rigor Knew and a requirement around the uttering of the that. important incantation. Oh, Just make no. your stealth roll. I'll make my stealth roll. Okay. Don't roll a one. One. Oh, what <laughs> Use your ought dice. I'll use my ought dice. <laughs> Don't roll a one. Okay, no, I'm going to roll a one. These new peach-coloured dice of yours, they're sort of water... Salmon. <laughs> they salmon. Yeah, they are rubbish. I'm changing colour. Well, I think so you could sell that dice. dice out, so. You should get doubly from the other week, and you should sell him that dice. He could sell it on for about 100 quid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what'd you get? Nothing. Okay. 10 14 10 14 yeah who said just don't roll a one <laughs> yeah me into dice jail with those dice I think yeah they're, yeah they're gone they're out of here and just before Alessandra disappears Mike I'm gonna cast bless on everyone has that got a verbal component uh, of course it's got a verbal component just don't roll a one Rocked twice onto the one and it's not like Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, there's no um <laughs> there's no reaction, there's no Okay anything. So everyone remember you're blessed. Alessandra, off you go. Be quick. She goes down. You're descending again. Now, let's be absolutely drop. clear that she's going to be... Drop, give me a stealth check. Don't roll a one. <laughs> 28. You basically don't exist. So you silently drop down into the darkness. You emerge into the giant chamber below. Your dark vision picks out the same am, scene. This thing has not moved. It seems inert. I am going to be as far away from it as possible as I can be while still being able to see it. you could got to roll initiative anyway after this. So mm -hmm. We should get another attack. You're doing it? Yeah. It's the only sound in the absolute quiet of this whole complex. Just the creak as you draw back 
the string of the bow of the east wind. And it's an attack at advantage. You pick your spot. You let fly. Your arrow shoots across the chamber. Is it true? Does it hit home? Well, we'll find out. Oh, oh no. no. Utter. You little bastard. <laughs> when we pick things up. You bastard. Next week. Oh, God. All that planning, and that's what you do to us. Yeah, thanks, mate. Well, you know. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Bizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Are you looking for a D&D podcast with a dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls.